Welcome to Marriage Monday with Jeremiah and Savannah Jennings. The Jennings own Growing Green Landscapes and are very happily married. In this podcast, Jeremiah and Savannah discuss the wins, losses, good times, bad times, and everything in between pertaining to owning a business while maintaining a healthy marriage along the way. We hope you enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and we are so excited to be coming to you with another Marriage Monday. This is a fun guest interview that we have lined up for you today. Uh, we've had a few guest interviews, not a ton. Uh, our last one was one for the ages. That was one yeah. that we did with uh, Brian and Liz while we were in Michigan. <laughs> And uh, that was that was one of the more entertaining shows we've had. But today we have the honor uh, and privilege to be on with uh, Brett and Megan Starkey. Is that how you say your last name, Starkey? Yep, yep, okay. you got it. Cool. Well, um, <laughs> owners of Star Lawn Care in Illinois. Is that correct? Yeah. It's cold up there. Bloomington Normal. Way yeah, too cold. Uh, yeah. Forty. I think it's forty. Forty today. Yeah. Oh, that's it's not, not bad. bad. I mean, yeah, that's actually not that. No. Oh, I mean, that's cold. But um, would you consider <laughs> that? Would y'all consider that good weather? Like, is that is you, like for this time of year? No, yeah, that's. I don't feel like this isn't bad. Two weeks ago, it snowed. Like whenever before we were at LAL, it yeah. snowed the whole week before, yeah. right? The whole yeah. week before. Not so, accumulating snow, just no. enough yeah. to kind of cover the grass and make it to where you really couldn't do leaf cleanups and things. Yeah, like just that. enough yeah. to halt production. Yeah. Correct. This is, but if you live in the Midwest, this is how you determine if weather's bad or not or cold is the wind. So like yep. it could be 40 and you're like, oh, it's not that cold if it's like not windy or yeah. you're standing in the sun. So if, as long as it's not windy, it's not bad. Yeah, it was super. It's super windy here today. Um, it feels good. It's probably I don't even know. It's it's, it's yeah, it's 60 degrees. But with wind, it feels cold. So, <laughs> not yeah, cold. We're, we're spoiled not down here. Tropical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're spoiled. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Um, now that yeah. we've got a little uh, weather update, tell us uh, <laughs> a little bit about the business and kind of how y'all got started and y'all got married, things like that. I know you have a baby, a uh, little girl. Um, just yeah. take it away wherever y'all want to take the show. Uh, we just want to hear from y'all and, and give as much wisdom out as y'all can uh, of what you've learned over the past couple of years on the business and uh, trying to stay married at the same time and, and be parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to start? Yeah, okay. I was just saying, I mean, if you want to go – all the way back, we met um, freshman year of college. Um, we both attended Eastern Illinois University, um, Charleston, Illinois. <clears throat> and uh, Brett, you know, Brett was on the swim team. That was never yep. <laughs> I, I was a swimmer and she ran track and cross country. Yeah. So wow, we both real athletes. athletes. Yeah, D, D1, man. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we met and started dating the summer after freshman year and we've been together ever since so almost 14 almost 15 15 years, years. wow um, married yeah married for seven seven <laughs> that was a question mark yeah. seven no, I could almost eight well eight, eight will be next june but yeah, yeah seven so we've been together for a long time uh we were both kind of wanted to wait people um I'm we wanted kids you mean well, you getting married. Oh, okay. Even. You know, we were dating. We were dating for so long that people were like, "When are you gonna get married? When are you gonna get married?" Because we'd been together for you know so. six years. Yeah. Um. You know, before we got before we got engaged, and that's a long just, time. Yeah. How yeah. long? Did, how long did you guys? How long were you together before you got married? We started dating in seventeen and got married in twenty. So about three years. Okay. But we got three engaged years. in two two years. We had a year long engagement. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, gotcha. That's, we were we were together for six, engaged for a year, 
and then married. So we were married for like five years before we had our daughter. Yeah. Sometime. Yeah. But it's almost, it's almost like how we've done Four, maybe. business is how we've done our, our <laughs> whole life as well. Um, you know, we were dated for a long time. We took it slow. You know, we got married and it was kind of the same for kids and almost the same as how I've started and we've ran the businesses. Mm-hmm. I, when we got married, I told her I was, I'll consider kids when I turn 30. <laughs> that was like, I, I knew I wanted to wait and not jump into it. And, you know, just, I don't know. I wasn't in a huge rush to have kids. Yeah. Um, and the business was kind of the same way as I've done everything really slow and thought everything out and I haven't rushed into anything, you know, but, well, but back up you. So whenever we graduated from college, Brett had a teaching degree. And so he was a PE yeah. and health teacher and a basketball coach. And I like, yeah. I, I'm a speech therapist. So I work in a public school and I, well, I worked, I worked in a hospital for two years. Then we moved here to be close to his family in Bloomington normal. And then we've lived here for almost uh, same Seven. as long, same as how we've long we've been, been married. married. Yeah. So he graduated and then um, taught for two years in a different town. And then we moved here to be close to his family and my family. And um, yeah, so he yeah. taught, he was a teacher for nine years full time. Yep. Coaching basketball, Jeremiah. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Your history there. Yeah. Yeah. How long did you coach? Uh, five or six years. Okay. Yeah. You uh, got me beat. Yeah, I started my my first year teaching um, to get a teaching job. Now, what, 11 years ago, basically, you had to coach. I was the new yeah. young guy and they're like, hey, yeah, we'll give you this teaching job, but you're going to coach with it. So I <laughs> yeah. coached softball, I coached basketball, I coached junior high track at one point. Um, you couldn't pay me enough to coach junior high track. <laughs> yeah. so, I, I went through it. I was freshman basketball coach and yeah. then I got up to JV basketball coach, varsity assistant. And pretty much once the mowing business kind of started to take off, I had to start getting rid of some things. Yeah. Well, let's hop into that. How did the business start? What did, uh, what did that look like? What was the reasoning behind all that? And then the process uh, in starting it? Well, t- tell tell them how you literally were up at like four a.m. That's what I was going okay. to Yeah. <laughs> so I've always enjoyed mowing, you know, doing the grass thing. My grandpa, growing up, was super particular about his yard. My dad, I mean, as kids, we weren't even allowed to play in the front yard <laughs> because we we couldn't mess the grass up. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of been built into me, and then I worked at a golf course for a couple of summers um, in, in college, I'd come home and, and worked at a golf course, mowing fairways and, mm-hmm. you know, doing the turf stuff there. And then I got a job for our local town uh, mowing parks. And it was, I was on the park maintenance group division, whatever. It, we, we live in the town where he worked then. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. to this day, we cannot drive past like a park that he mowed and like the uptown circle yeah, and he's right. like I just, I just, i'm like it doesn't look that, as good now as when i did it that, exactly. that was that was like what yeah like 10 years ago and he still talks about it. and it was even then that i knew like this is clearly what you're passionate about and what you love to do because you can't stop talking about it and can't stop showing me every single place you've ever mowed or trimmed or Oh my gosh. So anyway, yeah. so, so we were, we moved here and you know, I was just super into taking care of my lawn and I bought a, a steel trimmer. I told her, Hey, I'm going to spend a little, little bit of money on a trimmer here. Cause I'm going to have a nice trimmer. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, I was 
a given. Um, and then I was up, I don't even, it was what winter. Of, yeah, it was winter. Winter of 2017. And I was just laying in bed. It was two, three in the morning, couldn't sleep, got on my phone and got on Vistaprint, made up some snow removal business cards <laughs> that night. I don't even star snow removal, I think is what I, I started it. And like, it was like the Vista print, just like auto oh, it was terrible. logo they give you where it's just like a snowflake and a piece of grass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most basic thing there is. Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. And you know what? You got 500 business cards for 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, and I, I got them and I, well, the, the best part was it was like, whatever, he got them. I didn't know he got them. And then we're in our house and I hear him talking on the phone on speaker to some guy and I can hear him like making some deal. And I'm like, he's like in the other room being all secretive. And I he comes back. I'm like, what were you talking about? He's like, I'm going to shovel that guy's that guy's driveway. I'm like, what? He's like, oh, yeah, I couldn't sleep. It was like three in the morning and I went and bought business cards and put and them on all of our neighbor's mailbox. And I like, didn't even tell me. So <laughs> I, was just, I was just like, oh, OK, we're doing this. Like, this it, is in thing. my defense, I was just nervous about it. Like, it was just like a thought I yeah, had. No, I wasn't, wasn't mad. It was just like funny. Like, oh, okay, it I was wasn't like we you. had some discussion like, hey, I'm going to start a mowing business. Yeah. And yeah. Doing, like, I was like, I was just I was laying in bed, couldn't fall asleep. I thought about it. I'm like, you know, I could do this. And I've heard a lot of business new- startup stories. I've never heard one like I was that. Say, that's pretty, that. So have you guys <laughs> talked about unique. it at all? Has y'all talked about that we, at all? Or did that come out of left field? Well, I don't know if we ever had like a real discussion about it. I think no. it was more, like I said, I mean, he would always talk to me about whenever he worked for grounds crew and like, um, it would be more like him looking out the window at our neighbor's yards and like seeing there's, there's a mowing company. We live in an HOA. So like there's a mowing company who would do like a section. Mm-hmm. He would always be like, I could totally do that. What that takes them 30 minutes and they probably get paid to, you know, like he go through right. the numbers and said, like, mm-hmm. if I did this many in this neighborhood, I could do that. You know, he would go through the numbers out loud, like dreaming about it, but it was never like a discussion. Like, right. this is what I want to do. So I wasn't totally shocked when he was like having a random conversation, but I was also like a little like, Oh, okay. This is, this is a thing. Yeah. So I got those business cards and I, don't want to say what I did because I didn't know at the time. I yeah, just you went did, through you, our whole- You committed a federal offense. Correct. <laughs> yes, sir. So I took no those come, business no cards and I just put them in every single mailbox in our neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I'm going to be honest, I just didn't know that was <laughs> yeah. something I like. It wasn't like I was like looking through their mail or. <laughs> yeah, you just stuck it in there. Like, I mean, I it was open and closed. Yeah. Open, closed. Well, you got, you got deals and, out of it. That's all that matters. Well, and the other part go. is too, I did it. I did it at night because again, that makes it look real. It makes it look a lot better. Because again, I was one of those like I was like nervous about it. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't sure like are people gonna even call me, whatever. And so that's kind of how it started in that yeah. first winter. I mean, I probably did five or six driveways. Yeah, but it was enough money to where I, you know, took that and turned it into, you know, another piece of equipment, and then. And then you Enough. started mowing that summer that after. Next, so that was 2017. 20, it was 2018. Or summer of 20. Summer of 18 is my first summer. I did, uh, I had eight yards. I had a Ford Fusion <laughs> and a $150 push mower, not self-propelled from Menards. Wow. That I folded up and shoved into the back of my <laughs> Ford Fusion. I wish I would have taken a picture. I know. We don't I, have a picture. I know. I would have my my 
people I knew from work that live not super far, they'd be like, I saw Brett at the stop sign the other day with, with his mower in his truck. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah that's him. Side so, yeah. Yeah. Steel weed eater wedged in, you know, angled in the car to fit. Oh and yeah. 20, 20 volt black and Decker blower. Hey, at least you blew, at least you had a blower and you weren't sweeping. I mean, it can always <laughs> be worse. Room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so it went from that summer I had eight yards, and then the next was 16, and I was like, I, I, you know, there's no way I doubled last year. There's no way I could, and then it went from 16 to 35, and and then COVID happened. Yeah, and then 35 went to 55, and I think this past summer we're on average doing 85 a week. Wow. Yeah. So all right, so you're full time now. Full time now. This was okay. my first. Was it my first full year? Because I, I was, during the beginning, I was still teaching. Yeah. Not, in 2020, 2021 was your first year of not teaching. Um, because you, so he got a different teaching job here in town. And that was kind of what, like, I guess, tipped the scale a little bit. Because you were, when COVID happened, the silver lining for us was that um, we did virtual here yeah. for yeah. the most part. And then even whenever we went back in person, I think you had Wednesdays off where, yeah. like, it was quote unquote, virtual, like reach me if you need me. So yep. he was kind of like, well, I, I have my phone on me if you really need me. So he would do like, you'd pretty much do like yeah. all of them. And then because you had that extra time, you were gaining yeah. so many more people because you were able to. So then at the end of 2020, you were kind of like, I'm, I'm done. And well, then it, you went full time in 2020. It got to the point where, you know, I had 50 some yards and everyone always says like, well, why can't you teach and keep mowing? Because if mm. you mow in the summer, why can't you just, well, where we're at, I mean, it's a solid two months, two and a half months on either end of the school yep. year yep. where there's mowing happening. And that's not talking about, you know, spring cleanups and fall cleanups and aerations throwing all in. So it's, I mean, a teacher's summer is two and a half months. Yep. Yeah. Mowing season is way longer than two and a half months. That's so. what I always say to to people who say they have kid, uh, college kids come and work for them. I'm like, that's cool, but like they're not working a full season for you. They're working like two months because yeah. yeah. right. we're mowing yeah. front end, back end. That's that's a cool startup story. Um, a lot of places you could go from that. What did it look like uh, in, in y'all's relationship? How did that kind of come about, uh, Megan? What did you think about it? I mean, you sound very supportive from the beginning because it's yeah. obviously that you – Sound like you knew what you, that's what he like that's what he wanted to be doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean that that can't be easy. Well, yeah, and having yeah. conversations in the car about you know him enjoying that and that being you know something he likes to do on the side to let's make this yeah. my full time career. Like those are two different things. So how yeah. did you guys kind of transition from no, I'm really serious about this and this is what I want to do now? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. So that, I mean, that's a great question. Cause I feel like it, like looking back, it felt like, I don't know, it feels like so long ago, even though it really wasn't since you went full time. I think because I knew, like, like he said, I feel like it really started organically and just kind of like, was that slow burn of like gaining people. It wasn't like, we're just jumping and going for it. Although I, I feel like in some ways I would have probably been okay with that too. But yeah. I think it was a mix of a couple of things. I knew he wasn't really happy teaching. And so like, obviously as his wife, it's like, right. I would much rather have him be happy and do, you know, something that he loves, even if that means, you know, money changes or like our lifestyle changes, like whether, you know, just for our schedules and things, that's a whole nother thing because <laughs> we both work in, worked in public school. So we were, it was great. We had summers off. We didn't have kid, a, you know, a child at that time. Yeah. So we could do whatever we wanted in the summers. 
Um, so that kind of changed too. But I feel like that was a mixture of, I, I knew he wasn't happy teaching. I mean, not that he came home like, you know, su super grumpy every day, but there was a lot of, I don't know how much you know about teaching or like the public school, especially in Illinois, it's not maybe the happiest place to be mm -hmm. um, for people. So I knew he wasn't happy doing that. Um, I, I prayed a lot about it and I taught, we were in a church small group with um, other couples. And like, I can just remember sitting and like talking to, especially the other women um, in our group, just like, I know he's not happy and I don't want him to keep teaching for 20 more years just because he thinks that's what he needs to do to right. like have stability, you know, those kinds of things. So, you know, I prayed about it a lot and just prayed that he would continue to pursue it if that's what he really wanted. Um, and then, like I said, it was kind of a slow burn and he, I, I saw how hard he worked at it. Mm -hmm. um, my dad is a farmer. I, I know I kind of told Caleb that on the podcast with him, but um my dad's a farmer. So we have a family farm. So I feel like I've come from a, a family of business owners um, and a family family business. So I've seen how successful that can be, how hard it can be too. But mm -hmm. um, and it was just personally never something that scared me. What I think was more, um, I don't even know if it was scary, but like when I would tell other people, oh, he has the side business or like, I, you know, I think really he would love to do this full time someday. Other people questioned it so yeah. much. And that sometimes, you know, you, I felt like I had to defend it. Like, oh yeah, I knew someone who did that. And then they had to go back to their full-time job because they just couldn't make ends meet, you know? So right. yeah. that part was hard. Cause it felt like I had to defend it. But then the other piece of me, like the, the overriding thing was like, at the end of the day, I know this is what makes him happier and that makes our life together happier. And um, also, I think the flexibility, I mean, I know there's a lot, like, again, coming from a family who was business owners, um, I don't know, we were able to kind of come and go in some ways as we wanted for like trips or just, you know, lifestyle things like my dad could leave and come watch us do sporting events. He still had to go back and, you know, be in the field till midnight. But I saw that piece too of like versus being locked into a schedule and that benefit as like we were looking forward to having kids. So there's a couple pieces, but again, I know that's not for everyone and that that can be really scary. Um, but for me, I think just my past and my like personal experiences really lent itself to that. So, um, and I think one of the biggest changes was, was right whenever he went full-time, I, so he started going full-time in no, yeah, 2021, I guess was your first year. Uh, we, my daughter, our daughter was born in January of 2021 February. Yeah. or February. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> My due date was in January. I was, she was, I, she was supposed <laughs> to be born in January. I know. It turned out it was February. Yeah, that was mm. real. Um, but that all happened at the same time too. So what, it was scary. Um, but again, I think for us, it was just putting trust in like that this will, will work out. Um, it's what he's meant to do. It's his passion. So, yeah. yeah. That's a process. Uh, there's a lot to, yeah, lot to happen. Yeah, there, yeah. Especially, so you started, yeah. you went full time when she was born. Um, what were you, so did you, you just kept growing the snow side of things in the winter, I'm assuming? Because that's, that's one of the biggest things, is one of the biggest concerns that we hear people talk about and that bit lawn care, lawn maintenance business owners deal with is, hey, what are we going to do during the winter? Um, what are we going to do during the winter? How are we going to make, how are we going to make payroll? How are we going to pay all the bills? Things like that. So what have you done? What have you all done to combat that? I know, uh, Megan, you still have a full-time job and do you carry y'all's benefits and things like that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so that's a huge plus there. Um, did y'all lean on that a lot? Did you kind of, I mean, just figuring out that winter fund, what did you, uh, what did you kind of do to get, especially in the beginning? Yeah, I think I, I've always gone into winter with the, I'm not going to count on winter. Yeah. I want to make, I want to make everything I need to make in the eight, nine months that I have to be outside. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't remember uh, who was it. I know there's somebody out there. They, um, 
they start a winter fund. Yeah. And they put in and they want to have their winter fund funded, you know, by July. Yeah. yeah. And so if it doesn't snow, we're not in a super heavy snow mm-hmm. market. It's very we're, hit or miss. We're right in the middle of Illinois, like directly between Chicago and St. Louis. And last winter I went out three times. Oh wow, yeah. It was like so, 12, twelve inches, but yeah. <laughs> three times it was the three times was big. We got two of them, we got a foot one time, and then two weeks later got ten inches. So Yeah, but if you're banking heavy. on snow snow money, then you're not gonna get it off of right. three storms. Right, yeah. right. So that's so yeah, that's December and January. I didn't work. I didn't do anything out in the field because yeah. it didn't snow. You know, I, I go out at two inches. So um, I don't bank on winter. I've actually just changed up entirely how I do snow. I kind of went to, to Brian's method. Um, I, I'm doing all seasonal prepays. And essentially, I know what my bills are in the winter. Mm-hmm. And so I know how many driveways I need to do. I don't do any commercial. I do all residential. Um, currently, I don't have a plow. I just use snow blowers mm-hmm. so last winter i was doing snow blowing like 12 65. snow blowing 12 inches of snow 12 is a inches. lot of that's a lot of snow yeah it, it <laughs> took it took me and a couple of college kids three days to clear wow. 65 driveways wow wow uh, it was tough and that's why that was kind of i went into i decided to change up and and go from a per push to just a seasonal prepay so i went from 65 driveways last year to i'm sitting at like 41 right mm-hmm. now and every single one of those 41s has already prepaid paid I have for, the money yeah. in my account right now so when winter comes i already know what my expenses are and those expenses are already paid right now yeah yeah i th- and i think that's one thing too like that like before he did that that was he he and i don't know if you feel this way or um like savannah if you have to like encourage him or what that discussion is in your house but he always gets like nervous or scared like if i make my prices higher or if i you know like change that change the method then people are going to leave or there's mm-hmm. no way that many people are gonna i'm like they will no, you I know i think there was yeah. a chance <laughs> that i was going to email those 65 people from last year i He's like, I had people like emailing me within two seconds. Like I just won the lottery. I had one, I got on I the had one girl was like, <laughs> tell me you have spot. Cause I told them in the email, I'm like, Hey, I'm only taking on 30. Mm-hmm. I told them that I said, once I hit 30, I'm not taking on anymore. Yeah. So people were email me back like a minute later <laughs> being like, I want a spot. I want to send me an invoice. I'll get yeah. it paid today. <laughs> and like, they like were ecstatic that they were able to get on my list. Yeah. yeah and you're not chasing money because. Yeah. And we got, we got that 12 inches last year. I mean, I kid you not. I probably had 200 missed calls. Wow. Last February on my phone from people that couldn't handle doing it themselves, getting out of 12 inches. And I didn't, I didn't, I could, I mean, I didn't answer my phone. I didn't anything. I mean, I just had all the 200 missed phone calls. And yeah, because you had to get through what you had. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And the people on my list all got cleared. So, and again, in my, in my email this, this fall, I said, you're, you're on going to be on a small list of 30 high priority. Your drive is going to get done quick and you're not going to have to worry about it. And that's kind of how I worked into the, the prepay system. Yeah. And I think something needs to be taken away from that is just people, business owners need to realize that like you run your business, your customers don't run your business. And, and that's, right. that's something that I know Megan, you're saying there is like, 
sometimes you just get nervous and especially in the beginning it's it definitely is that way but now looking now that you have one of these under your belt now raising your rates moving forward next year and things like that it's just going to be like where you just you just know it's going to happen like it's got to be done people are going to leave people are going to stay um that's one thing that i've realized like yeah the first time i raised my rates two years ago i was like there's no chance no chance people are going to stay and pay this rate they did and and now we do it every year ever since then um big thing for me was card on file like when you switch from hey when you you're i'm just giving you invoices but then you say beginning of the season hey we're doing only card on file this year i was like no i'll lose 15 or 20 customers not one person left because of it. Yeah. Not one person. That's good. Brett needs to hear that. That was our discussion after LAL. <laughs> one, of our, one of our discussions. Yeah. No, and, and that's a huge one. Reaction. Yeah. yeah. No, it, and it, it is that way. It's it's very intimidating, but it, it just goes back to the fact of like, hey, I'm the one taking all the risk here. I'm the one doing all this. Like, we're, I run the company, and I'm I'm not yeah, going to wait good. 60 days to get paid. And that's – we right. do – we still have a – we probably have – 10 customers that um, aren't card on file. They're older people. They still, they still mail checks. Mm-hmm. Like it's the ones that they, but they mail it as soon as they get the invoice, it's in the mail and it's here in two or three days. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, yeah you, yeah. you, you don't drop some 85 year old lady that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't have a card on file option. Like that's, that, I'm not that, right. I'm not that way, but it, if she pays regularly, but like people that aren't paying, they're not paying on time. Absolutely. You're getting dropped if you're not going card on file. So uh, that's right. that's a big one. It's preached a lot, and it'll be preached a lot in the springtime. It doesn't really get talked about in the winter, just because we're not really billing every week, every month for for mowing. But right. um, well, that's that's cool stuff. What is uh, what are some things you've learned together operating a business? I know. So, Megan, are you are you really in the business right now? Are you planning to be more, work more into the business office side? Um, what does that look like moving forward? Yeah. So, well, okay. I'm sorry. I don't know this between you guys. Do, do you guys work together? Like, does Savannah help you? Not I'm really. Curious. No, I Not mean, really. probably the extent of involvement is this, at the, is this. and then at the dinner table, <laughs> oh, okay, just like fine. talking about, you know, the business and giving, giving me updates. I still work. Well, she's go, a nurse. I go back tomorrow oh. officially part-time as a nurse. So, Oh, nice. Okay, yes. where do you where do you do as a nurse? Are you in? I work at a the children's hospital in Birmingham, and I work on oh, their nice. critical care floor. So. Oh, nice. Okay, yes. awesome. I, I PRN and work at the hospital too here, oh, okay. doing like speech therapy. Yeah. yeah. So I used to work in the. Um, sorry, this is a little side note, but yeah. I used to work in the NICU, so I did oh, like yeah. all the yeah and the um yeah we get so lots of. Lots, of lots of little babies and work with speech therapy on feeding and all that good stuff all the time. Yeah. So yes. I love that. that. That has a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love doing that. Um, but now, like like I said, I work in the public school. So And good luck going back to work tomorrow. Oh, I know thanks. that's always a little bit hard. I know. <laughs> you can do it. It'll be okay. Uh, um, that's pretty much how you are now. I mean, have been currently. You haven't, yeah. like, it, it's, been, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been hard for me to give anything up. Yeah. Oh, that's so, and, yeah. Let's start there. <laughs> you know, as even whenever whenever we have arguments in our small group, we call them maritals. So if I say the word marital, that's that, that's a nice way of saying argument or fight. Okay. So that's a lot of what our maritals are about are about like him relinquishing control because like like you were saying, even with the card on file thing, for example, like, these are the arguments we have or maritals that we have is like that um, things that he is not willing to give up, like like tracking people down to yeah. pay bills. I'm like, think about how much time you spend doing that, that you could use that time to be doing X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. or t- things that you could delegate to me that I'm happy to do, or that like I could probably do better or maybe yeah. more efficiently than you, <laughs> um, maybe differently than you, but maybe more efficiently. 
that he could then spend time doing other things like, you know, cause like, I mean, I'm not going to go lay. I mean, if you really wanted me to, I would go lay mulch. I have done that once before. But yeah, so I don't, I don't help like in that way, obviously. And like, he has to like monitor me, even if I do like one stripe in our yard. So um, yeah, definitely not doing that. But same thing, like it's just mostly conversations at the dinner table. And again, obviously I've been there since um, she's stuck. <laughs> sorry we let our dog out sorry <laughs> um but those are conversations that we've had a lot <laughs> sorry i'm easily distracted um but as far as me after lal we had a lot of conversations and, and like he was giving me a hard time because he was so done talking about it by the end because he was just sick of me like he wanted me to come to that but now it's like well now i just heard all the same things that you heard yeah um so yeah currently currently i used to coach cross country and track so that is Cross country is in the fall track is in the basically January through May. So mm -hmm. really I haven't had any extra time, like after my full-time job to really do anything. And now that we have our daughter. So the goal is that I can help him with some of those like clerical things. Like even if it is invoicing or. Or even with just watching Madeline, our daughter, yeah. the, the springtime, you know, everyone talks about the spring rush, spring rush. Well, she was coaching track. Mm -hmm. And so she works, you know, seven, seven 30 to, 3 3 30 and then she goes to the school to coach until six, six wow. and then she's gone on saturdays at track meet so you know in the spring rush when i'm trying to be out there and i got a ton of stuff to do you know you know i i would be with madeline mm -hmm. and you know my sister lives close and my parents live close but there's only, you know, so much I feel like that we can, you know, you ask yeah. the same right. people over and over <laughs> to watch your kid. And mm -hmm. um, so that's, it was hard with that and the coaching. And then I'm trying to do a million things in the spring. Well, and then she gets home and I got to go do invoicing or do computer mm -hmm. work. And so we didn't really have a whole lot of time. It was, she did her thing. Yeah. I did my thing. And then we just, went about that. And that yeah. was our spring. And I think that was one thing having our daughter that really made me want to pull back from coaching was just like, I want to be a part of this to make this successful because it, it was just too, it, it became a lot or almost too much because he was like, we were both working full time right. and then coming home and kind of still going our separate ways of like, I still have to get all the things done that I couldn't do while I was home with her. And then I'm trying to take care of her and it became this very like separate thing. So that's this, like I said, this winter and spring will be the first time that I'm not coaching. So our hope is that I can help with some of those things and uh, my hope for him is that he can relinquish some of those things yeah. <laughs> um, he, he is very particular about like at LAL whenever they were saying like what were they saying like about like don't find you can do it at a 10 if you can hire someone that can yeah. do it at an eight and yeah. the, you know your yeah, customer's expectation is a seven like that's yeah. good enough that's or whatever. everything I do is a 10 right I yeah. oh, everything I, okay in, in, term, <laughs> in terms of mowing grass not everything <laughs> okay thank you <laughs> You know, it's it's the same. It's trimming. It's, you know, I uh, I miss one blade of grass trimming. I have to go back and get it. Yeah. I can't yeah. leave that one blade of grass. And so that's at LAL. I don't again remember who was saying it. Who was it? But was it Woodstock? Greg Woodstock, the pond guy that was talking about. Mm. You know, I'm a ten. Yeah. So yeah, I great. give my customers tens, mm -hmm. but then the customer is really only expecting a six. Yeah. So you could hire somebody and you train them how to do it and they can give an eight. Your customer is still ecstatic that they're getting an eight. And that's, yeah. that's been my big issue is, is giving up that and not 
having that perfection. Yeah. You know? That's really that's really one thing you have to realize. Like that's just the only way that you're gonna build a successful team moving forward. I, I mean yeah. that's the only way. You're never gonna get people that that do it the same way or the same the same uh, quality that you do it, I guess you could say. But you don't want people to do it the same way either. That's the thing. You want people to do it. That's what Greg was saying. He's like, I don't want – I'm the only one that can't hire people. Like, that's what he said in his, in his yep. thing. He's like, <laughs> yeah. people better than me do that. Um, right. So that's that's one thing you have to realize moving forward, uh, trying to go to the business is like, hey, we need to be on the same page about that of like, hey, I want to give up some of this stuff and I realize you might be able to do it differently uh, but it's going to just be something that you just have to work through uh, moving forward but well that is uh, that's very interesting times uh, a lot of stuff's happened in the past three years for y'all it sounds like you've come a long way a uh, bright future ahead what is some advice that y'all would give to somebody else out there maybe some some people out there who are um, young in business young married so y'all been married I guess you're not you're not young married seven years what you said something like that yeah. yeah. So, so you've been married for a pretty good while, which means I like that. You can actually give some pretty good marriage advice then. <laughs> um, I mean, what is some advice you would give on, on just keeping a healthy marriage while also running a business? I mean, that's what this whole interview is and, and what the whole principle of it is. It's just like at the end of the day, you all come, you, you both go in the same bed at night, you, you eat at the same dinner table, um, you hear the mm-hmm. same stories go on in, in, in your life. How do you um, just make your life where it's not just totally the business, but at the same time you keep a healthy, a healthy balance there and just stay on the same page and, and figure out goals moving forward and just all the things involved there? It's a, it's a loaded question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think first of all, like we obviously are still very much figuring that out. Um, I know like Caleb, when I was I was talking to Caleb Amon, he was like, I don't like to people to think that we have it all figured out just because, yeah. you know, they're kind of in the spotlight or whatever. But I think even people saying that, first of all, is like just very, it's nice to hear that because they're admitting like, Hey, I'm not perfect, but this is what has worked for us. But I don't know. What do you, what do you think? I think, go ahead. I think the biggest thing for us has just been, it's gotta be communication. Mm. It's <laughs> gotta be, you know, I was early on, it was, again, I didn't even tell her I was starting the business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was doing my own thing and only worrying about what, what I wanted to do. And as we've gone, you know, and it's one of those, we are older, if you will, as I'm what, 30, 33, 33, 33, 33, you know, so we're older, but still young in business. Yeah. And I didn't go, I didn't go to business school. Nobody taught me how to do all this stuff. So when, yeah, you got eight yards and you're in your, you know, Ford Fusion mowing a couple of yards, it's, you know, bookkeeping isn't a big deal. Yeah. You know, I don't, you know, I, for what I made, you know, that first year, I just turned around and put it into new equipment. So it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. So it was, I kind of could just do my own thing, do my own thing. And now it's getting to the point where, you know, there is substantial money coming in. There's, you know, a lot of money and equipment and, you know, the time being spent. So I think as we're learning, as the business is growing, is it ha- there has to be the communication between each other, whether it's scheduling, who's mm. picking Madeline up from daycare, mm. you know, what time are you going to be home? How long do you have to work for? And I'm not very good at that. Um, you're got, you have gotten better. I'll give you credit. Trying to, <laughs> you need a, you need a, you need a Google calendar that you're both on. That's that was yeah. that's one thing that we've started in it. When we, we actually okay. use it, it actually helps big time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I tried whenever we first got married to get him on a calendar with me, and he was like, 
no, I'm not doing that. You got to do and now it. It's so funny. You got to do I it. I know. It's so funny. He's like, I, I'll just text you and ask you if whatever, like if we have something going on. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yep. Again, save, saving us time. But yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it should be a standard operating procedure that you put. As soon as something comes up, it goes on the calendar. That's I love that. I love that. <laughs> Are you, do you, you both put things on there or like mm-hmm. Savannah runs it? Mm-hmm. You just check. Yeah. It. No, we both oh, have okay. it on our phones. So yeah. anything like I referee games and stuff. So any games that I have go on there. Oh, okay. And so just the print, the goal of it is like when you look at the calendar, hopefully everything is there. So because we we, we're not the best. Do you, um, what do you call maritals about, um, <laughs> yeah, maritals. about yeah. um, scheduling conflicts and yeah. communication yeah. there. So we're hoping that yeah. the uh, calendar helps kind of. Well, smooth that over. Do you have a set time that you come home or like are done for the day? That we had quite a few maritals about that too. Uh, <laughs> no, that for, changes for this. No, this year, <laughs> this year has been the best year by far. I was during the summer, I was home by five every day for the this, most part. Yeah, this this year, yeah, this year for the most part, I was home in by five summer. every day. Yeah, um, that's yeah, not in, normal in the summer. Yeah, it, that, that'll be the normal moving forward. Um, I just don't, yeah. I, I'm not going to overschedule myself. Spring rush is obviously different, you know, how spring rush is. I mean, yeah. but I just don't. I'm not going to be where I, I don't remember the last time I worked till eight o'clock at night. Like I just, I'm just not going to be that person. I'm going to schedule work. Yeah. That's profitable enough for me to work at, until five o'clock and, yeah. and be done. Now, now I plan to scale a little more next year. So who knows what the future, I mean, we could end up until we add on another crew, then yeah, we're going to have to work more hours and things like that. Yeah. But I try to be home by five o'clock every day. Now that it's winter, fall, winter, um, it's, we're home, usually different. home. Yeah. It changes. It's, we could be home at 12 day. one day and three the next day. It just depends on what we oh, okay. scheduled. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just always curious because that's like, like you said, that I think that tends to be a, a discussion or a marital sometimes. That was hard for me, again, from someone who was like done at 315 every day. Oh, out, yeah. yeah. Um, so like that. So I'm always curious what other people do. Is it like, is it always changing or is it, you know, trying no, to give yourself I, I think it's common for it to always be changing. I, that's a common yeah. thing. Like, I mean, yeah. but moving yeah. forward, this this year, five was pretty much, I was, I was home by five. And for me, like trying to grow a team and bring on employees it's like i don't want to have i don't mm-hmm. want my employee schedules to be crazy either like he yeah. has a wife and a kid to go home to as well so like we're gonna cut off yeah. and we're gonna be back at home by five so yeah um that's just that's a good point yeah that, that's just what we do i mean it's not it's not perfect yeah. but no that's see that's good to well, hear well that's and I it's had, changed a little i first, had my yeah. first like salary not salaried but you know getting a getting a paycheck full time yeah yeah. full-time yeah. person kind of this yeah. year so it was that same kind of boat is you know i wanted him to kind of have hours it's spring is different you know we'd work 11 hours you know 11 hour days in the spring but that same exact mowing route would take us mm. seven hours in july mm. yeah yeah so that's i tried to give him i we tried to do the you know more like four nines four tens yeah yeah schedule and then I always left Friday open to him because mm-hmm. um, I'd always have bush trimming jobs or mulch jobs on the docket ready to go. So I just tell him, hey, you got 34 hours. You want to come work Friday and maybe get some overtime and, you know, do this eight yard mulch job. And yeah, that was kind of always I left it up to him. That, yeah. that worked out better this year for sure. Yeah. I think that was like, I don't know, Savannah, how you are, but like for me, I'm like, even if you're going to be, even if you are going to work till eight o'clock at night, just tell me that in advance. Like yeah. I can, I can process that and deal with that. But I have like five things in my head of like what I need to do or what I need yeah. to do for our baby or for our child. But I'm like, if you tell me nothing or tell me four thirty and then yeah. it's eight o'clock, 
that then that's yes. a different scenario. <laughs> that's we probably. I mean, every single morning, I'm bad I'm about like, that. Hope you have a good day, but we're yeah. here to be home because again, I'm fine yeah. if I can process it and I know like I can yeah. keep myself busy or plan to do stuff. But if you tell me it's going to be four and then it's seven fifteen and I've like cooked dinner and it was ready around five when yeah. you you know that is yeah. where the the marital's come. Mm. Yes, for yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. See, well, it's not just me. So, yeah, so, so, so <laughs> communicating, communicating your schedule. That's yeah, the, yes. that's there you go. That's yeah. that's a that's a key takeaway from the show today. Well, um, well, is there anything else y'all want to leave us with? We got to get running here this afternoon. Uh, I want to be respectful of y'all's time as well. I know you, baby, sleep, and I know you get th- you got to get things done. You have to be productive while the baby is asleep. <laughs> yes. So, it's um, precious time. Yeah, yeah it's, that's right. It's precious time. So, is there anything else? Uh, any huge words of advice or wisdom or anything you want to leave uh, anybody else with out there today? Gosh, I don't know. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how long, I was going to ask, how long have you guys been married? I know you have a little one, so. Yeah. Two and a half years. Yeah. It'll be two three years in the okay. spring. Okay. Um, gosh, from a marriage perspective, I would just say, um, I think if, I guess if someone is out there in the same boat, whether this is like their husband or fiance boyfriend listening to this and they're doing it part time and they want their spouse to like believe in them or to, you know, take them seriously or trust that like going full time is going to be okay for their family. Like, I just hope that I I just pray for those women out there that they really will trust like their spouse or their, Mm -hmm. their significant other. Um, if they, if this is really their passion to really put your trust in them and be their biggest cheerleader and like really champion them because it is worth it. If it really is their passion, it's really something that they, they want to do because in the long run it, it will pay off. And I know we're still very much in the middle of that, but, um, I guess just trust, trust your passion, go for it. You really have nothing to lose. And I think again, even if it's supporting them and working through it together, um, whatever that is, whether that's mowing lawn care, whether that's whatever, starting a whatever, donut, what, shop. donut yeah. shop, whatever yeah. it is, whatever that is. I just think like champion your, your partner and, and really be their biggest, biggest fan and biggest like cheerleader. Um, obviously be the voice of reason. I think as women, that's what we, you know, we're always like the, yeah. we like to be the voice of reason, but, but help them work towards it and, and um, just be encouraged that it can work and that don't let that fear stop you or or stop you from stopping them um well, you know what i mean holding them back i guess is what i'm trying to say and a side note takeaway you know if you are dating or you know yeah. you're not married yet make sure you do find somebody that is going to be your biggest cheerleader because mm-hmm. yeah i can say that she's never knocked me told me i couldn't do it ever she yeah. mm-hmm. has always you know, she's always been the biggest cheerleader and told me I can do it. And when it got to that point where, you know, I was teaching all day, getting off school and going to get in my trailer and mowing till eight, eight thirty, you know, it's dark and we've got a newborn at home. You know, she was the one that told me, well, go for it, do it. You know, so if that, if you are in that boat, it's make sure you do find somebody that is going to encourage you and help you take it on because it does turn into, you know, a bigger thing than just your Ford Fusion and a push mower <laughs> from an arm. Yeah, yeah. 
That's yeah. right, especially if you have a good support system behind you. Um, they can take you and push you. So, well, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Megan, your show with Caleb came on the Kid Contractor, Con- uh, Kid Contractor Podcast <laughs> came out, what, last week on Wednesday? Yeah. Monday? Monday. Wednesday? Monday. Was it Monday? So, a week yeah, ago, Monday, Monday uh, you can go hear more from Megan. And what was – I can never remember. I'm so sorry. What's her name? Um, Yo- Yolanda. Le- I don't yeah. know what their last name is. Yeah, from Steel Cuts. From Steel Cuts, yeah. Which – can I can I just say I don't know if you guys knew this, but she did a TED talk. Really? Did, you know the TED? Yeah. yeah, she did her own TED talk. So she's like, oh, wow. she's very smart. Yeah, so she's super smart. I, yeah. I listen back and I'm like, I sound like an idiot. Now. <laughs> like she's so well spoken. <laughs> no. If you're, if you're if you're listening and you do have a a wife or girlfriend that wants to get involved, that's the title of the show, I believe, is a girl's perspective. Yeah. The girl's perspective. So it would be a good one you know, for somebody to go listen to, to maybe get that girl's side of you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Female. That's the, I think that was the, there you go. Uh, well, good, good deal guys. Thank you so much for coming on today. Where can everybody yeah, find you if you. they want to connect with you on social media or anything like that? Maybe ask you a few questions. Yeah. Instagram. It's just star lawn care is probably where you could find me the easiest. I mean, I have a website, I have Facebook and all those things, but just star lawn care, um, on Instagram. Awesome. Uh, are y'all going to make the trip to, uh, what's it? What's next together in the trades? Did y'all go to that this year? We didn't No. Okay. It was in Nashville and it's only, that's only like a six hour six drive. Hour we drive. should have, but we usually come to Alabama on vacation in July. So we, yeah. we go to Gulf Shores. So mm. I don't know. That's usually our family vacation time. So we'll see, but we, we're hoping to eventually. Yeah. I mean, Montana we'll sounds pretty awesome. I know. Hey, it's yeah, a, it's I know. a good trip. Yeah. Fun. It's a good trip. So, well, you guys are going, I'm, you guys are going. Yeah. Yeah. We'll okay. be there. We'll yeah. So hopefully, uh, hopefully y'all make that trip. That'll be a fun trip. Uh, if we don't get to see you then, then maybe equip next year or some, somewhere yeah. in, in the middle. Uh, Oh, so last thing, y'all. Do you know Jeremy Connect? You're not far from him. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Jay Jeremy. Um, yeah. Jay Jacobs. Yeah. Is, oh, okay. I was. Th- I'm always like his name's Jacob in yeah. my head. No. Yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> so yeah, he he lives like 20, 30 minutes from mm-hmm. us. He okay. works. He kind of is in a in a good spot. He works a lot in our town. Yeah. Um. So I'm. Hope- and then we met him at Equip last year for the first yep. time. So I'm I'm hoping to get with him this winter and try to pick his brain yeah. and take he's him a smart dude yeah smart, he's a, he's a, he's a dream uh, his house is my dream his house his backyard oh my gosh. his backyard is insane yeah. yeah when you drive on the interstate by our house you can see it like really the interstate his, and i'm always like his um yeah chim- his the chimney, chimney. The, yeah, yeah yeah the fireplace yeah Mm-hmm. From the interstate, you can see it. That's, That's insane. Yeah. That's awesome. insane. Well, guys, I hope you all have a great rest of your day today. Uh, take advantage of your time while the baby's sleeping because that's what <laughs> yeah. we're we're going to do. we got to go run some errands and things like that. So uh, without any further ado, I think that is going to wrap this one up. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us, right, Savannah. Of course. Yeah, thanks. Good thank- luck tomorrow at work. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'll first day it. back, so we'll see. So uh, without any further ado, that's going to wrap this one up. If you enjoyed it, leave us a big five-star rating and review. Those really help us and boost us out there so we can continue to go to the community one relationship at a time. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next episode.